Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Records. Ultimate Records is an independent records label from Uganda, Africa, and is the official distributor of the Stony Hill podcast. Welcome to this amazing episode of the Stony Hill podcast. A show where I talk about music albums that have been released by artists that have been in the music game for 10 years and above. Thank you for listening to my podcasts. And always thank you for reviewing and throwing in the comment. And today I'll be talking about the Don Kiluminati of the Seven Day Theory album by Tupac. The Don Kiluminati, the Seven Day Theory, commonly shortened as the Seven Day Theory on Machiavelli, is the fifth studio album by American rapper Tupac Shakur. His first post-Thomas album and the last released with his creative input recorded in 7 days in August 1996 it was released on November 5 1996 almost 2 months after his death under the stage name of Machiavelli through the through records Machiavelli records and Interscope Records. It is his only album <coughs> released under the new alternative stage name and features guest rappers from his rap group Outlaws and rapper Bad Az as well as R&B singers Aaron Hall, Danny Boy among others along with uncredited vocal contributions from reggae musician Prince Italjo originally intended as an underground release and preceded by the lyrics of Tositap as the lead single the album peaked at number 1 on the Billboard 200 and sold almost 665,000 copies within its first week of release. And by 1999, it was certified for times platinum by the RIAA. To live and die in LA and Hail Mary were released later as singles and both gained praise. and stand as standout tracks from the album none of its singles charted within the billboard hot 100 but all charted within the top 20 of uk singles chart the album received polarizing reviews from critics with praise directed to his vocal performance 
and its production and criticism directed towards its lyric, lyrical content and inferior quality in comparison to his previous albums. Critical reception has improved in later years and it is now ranked as one of Shaku's greatest albums as well as one of the greatest rap albums of all time. The Seven Day Theory was released on November 5th, 1996 and debuted as number one on the US Billboard 200. It sold 664,000 copies within a week of release and achieved the second highest first week sales of the year. On June 15, 1999, the album was certified quadruple platinum for sales of over 4 million copies in the United States. George Price, former head of publicity for Death Row, claimed that Machiavelli, which he did, which we did, was a sort of tongue-in-check, and it was not ready to come out. But after Tupac was murdered, it did come out, before it was going to be a sort of an underground release. The first two singles, Toss It Up and To Live and Die in LA, <coughs> sorry, were released on September 26th and November 16th, 1996, respectively. Dr. Dre's former death row colleagues, including Shakur, recorded and attempted to release Toss It Up, containing numerous insults aimed at Dr. Dre and using a deliberate similar instrumental to Dre's production on No Diggity by Backstreet, but were forced to replace the production after Backstreet issued the label with a cease and desist order, stopping them from distributing the song. The Toss It Up music video features Shakul. <coughs> Danny Boy, Casey, and Jojo, together with Aaron Hall, and was directed by Lionel C. Martin. According to Death Row Records, it was the last music video Shakul filmed. The video also includes an appearance from actress Lisa Ray McCoy. An unreleased version of the video was leaked some years later and is known as the Toss It Up Beach version. <coughs> the album cover for the Don Kiluminati was done by Compton-based artist Rodan Ronald Risky Brent, known artistically as Risky Forever. According to Risky, Death Row Records CEO Shugi Knight 
introduced Risky to Tupac on the set of the California Love Remix video shoot in Compton. Risky while in Tupac's trailer showed him his art portfolio, impressing Tupac with his work. Upon seeing his artwork, Tupac agreed that Risky had good artistic talent and requested for Risky to do his next album cover. Risky received a phone call from the then president of Death Row, Norris Anderson, with Tupac's request that he that he be drawn on a cross for his next album cover. The Don Kiluminati album cover draws on Renaissance portrayals of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Tupac is by himself in the image with his head titled to the side, possessing the classic wound in his right side similar to the wound of Jesus as depicted in the accounts of his crucifixion. crucifixion. There is a bandana covering the head of Tupac and Bob Dwyer, covering both his hands and his parental advisory sticker. On the cross of Tupac, there is a map connecting various cities from across the country. The cities listed have large African-American populations including the major urban centers of the east, west, and southern parts of the United States. The color pattern of the culture production is a gloomy red and black. The only light in the artistry is the moon and the few beams of light that emerged from the cracks of the cross. Near to the bottom of the image is a writer disclaimer. In no way is this portrait an expression of disrespect for Jesus Christ, Machiavelli. There are many interpretations of this album cover. The primary theme communicates that through depiction, Tupac is highlighting what he perceives to be his being, vilified by the media, and left alone to suffer his fate. The parental advisor sticker could be a reference to both what he perceived to be his demonization due to his promiscuous lifestyle but also, and, in, and most importantly, it could be a reference to his conviction of sexual assault, a charge in which he maintained his innocence against the names of the cities that are on the album cover may be a presentation of Tupac's belief 
that he represents the entirety of the African American community in his public vilification that he like African American people as a whole is on display to be gazed upon and judged through the Euro American racial prism furthermore this theme of representation is also connected to the political commitments of Tupac Shakur as he was in the midst of deepening his political activity in the form of creation of a hip hop political party prior to his murder the emotion anger and nature showcased on the album has been admired by a large part of hip hop community including other rappers there are a lot of tupac records i like said 50 cent but this is consistent all the way through you could put this on on and clean your house rapper j cole named it one of his favorites album of all time he commented on the album saying collectively from hail mary to crazy to against all odds it's deep this album gets better for me as time goes on me against the world is like that too but makaveli is really the one where the older i get the more of it i get it every year that i get older i hear this album differently i know more about life so i'm like oh shit this is what he meant so makaveli is super super special say jeko you are listening to this message then you've listened to the entire episode and for that i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart and i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did please leave a review on anchor spotify apple podcasts or any other streaming platform you are using follow me on twitter at 256 podcast king for podcast links and add the stony hill podcast on instagram at joe martin podcast for the album track list thanks for listening to the stony hill podcast stay tuned for the next episode where i'll talk about two packs all eyes on me album Today's episode is brought to you by Treasure Terminal Uganda Limited. Treasure Terminal is a legal service providing company from Uganda. For business inquiries follow them on Instagram at Treasure Terminal UG.